Welcome, sports fans, to the Shoot Your Thought podcast with your hosts, Josh Sanger and Neil Rampersod. Hello and welcome to the Shoot Your Thought podcast. Yep, I'm bringing back the peas. Neil, how are you? How's it going? I'm good. We're back in, you know, probably something close to our regular lives here in Ontario and Toronto, Ontario. I mean, people stage one under underway. Drunk people are back on the streets. So Patios are open again. Things we got are sun returning shining. to normalcy. Yeah, yeah, we got we got Euro Cup to talk about today. We got NBA. We got NHL. Yeah. And you can finally go out to like your your favorite sports bars and watch these games. Like there are. You know, I, I for one have a Manchester United bar in Toronto that I have yet to go to because they don't have a patio. But hopefully, before you know the Euros end, I can go there. So that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna talk today about the Euro Cup and what's going on with that. We're gonna talk the NBA and uh, the crazy, crazy series that have been happening so far. Crazy we're gonna talk NBA. About we're going to talk about what the heck was <laughs> crazy. NBA. Uh, crazy. We're going to talk NHL and another upset, another upset. We're going to talk. Uh, let's get into the Euro Cup. So what are your what have, what have been your favorite games so far? Uh, there's been a couple, you know, like this has been a Euros that has, you know, seen a lot of the stars mm. not, you know, like shine through, you know, like every time there's a World Cup, every time there's a Euro Cup. There's always new stars that become evident in these games, you know, like unsung heroes become heroes, you know, like it's never the people you expect. It's never the people you expect. You don't always expect aging stars to come off the bench and score goals to win games. And that is exactly what we saw in yesterday's game with Portugal, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Ronaldo becoming the highest. He's tied. He's He's... now tied for that. Well, no, he got two goals yesterday. Yeah. So, so now he's Did he take the lead? He take the, he took the lead, yeah. He's got 11 now in the Euro Cup finals. So that's uh he's the sole leader right now. Yeah, so Portugal beat uh Hungary yesterday 3-0 and I just feel bad for Hungary actually. I really do. That is the group of death. Yeah. Like you got Germany, France, Portugal and Hungary. Hungary's not a terrible team either. They're not, you know, no. they're they're you know, a friend of mine made a really really funny comment saying that they need to play with more hunger. <laughs> and wow. you know just in that group thank, of death thank god we don't have that friend on this podcast because i would have we just, should get him on no i would have just cut off the feed right then and there france huge favorites germany will always be a favorite always. in this in this cup portugal portugal won the last you euros. either love them or you hate them they yeah. won the last euros yeah. they have to be you know considered as you know a favorite as well three yeah. favorites up against only two can make it out of the division yeah so what are your thoughts on that division um well first of all france and germany played yesterday yeah and that game was it was probably the game of the tournament in so far in my opinion because both teams just came to play there was um yeah no there was some offside some goals called back there was um, a German defender got hit in the face by uh, one of his own players trying to shoot the ball in the net, and he actually stopped it with his face. It was, um, yeah, no, it was one of the games of the tournament, and France ended up coming out on top. So France already has a leg up on the rest of the group, but not as big of a leg up as Portugal because Portugal has the goal difference right now. I honestly think it's going to be, no, no matter you know how much Portugal won by yesterday, I think Germany and France are still going to make it out of this group. 
I think Germany and France are both the top two teams in this division, um, in this group rather. And I think it's yeah, it's going to be tough, and because it, it's it's going to suck for both of the teams that don't make it out of that group, because it's just like it's the luck of the draw. You know what I mean? It's there's some there's some teams and other some countries in other groups that will make it out of their groups that probably would have lost easily to the third or fourth country that doesn't make it out of this group. So I think it's crazy at Cristiano Ronaldo's age, the impact that he still has for this nation, Portugal. And, you know, like he is always going to be an X factor no matter what game, what opponent they're against. All eyes will always be on Cristiano Ronaldo. They scored twice in three minutes, and then once yeah. more in... Uh, it was all over after time. the second goal anyways. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of tight games, looking at other games that happened over the uh, the course of this tournament so far, starting on the 11th, um, any games stand out to you? Um, specifically for me, maybe a little biased, but the England-Croatia game. Yeah. Yeah, no. So this was the revenge game for England. They ended up winning 1-0. Um there were some, you know, questionable lineups in my opinion. Um Raheem Sterling should have started, but he should have started alongside Marcus Rashford and Marcus Rashford didn't end up coming on until the second half, but Raheem Sterling put them up um 1-0 and that's the way it finished. England just looked like the better team. Um I was I was a little hesitant based off of who they decided not to take for the England squad this year. But um, they ended up pulling it out. Um, it's a very young team. Um, Croatia is kind of an aging team at this point. Um, but yeah, no, they, England looks really good, and um, I think they're going to make it out of their group easily. So, yeah, England is England along with Belgium. Belgium just looks so good as well, winning three nothing against Russia. And Russia is not a pushover, you know. No. And it's just you know Belgium is like number one in the world right now. They're they're top of everyone's you know rankings they're going to be the team to fuck with in this tournament them and france i think but you know england is still a well-rounded team they have the depth they have all all their young kids are now a little grown up and a little bit more mature and can actually put the ball in the net raheem sterling looked great in he's that game so fast he's so good he run. he looks like an idiot when he runs but he's <laughs> yeah. so fast. arms flailing arms yeah. flailing back like what are you doing but he looks he's so fast and it's so hard for, for you know, I if I was, you know, Gareth Southgate, the manager, I would probably put him on, you know, I wouldn't even start him. I would put him on in like the 60th minute when everyone's kind of gassed and he can just run circles around him. But he does that right off the bat. Like no matter what minute you have him on there, he's running circles around everyone. And it's just, yeah, it's it's fun to watch. It's going to be, as, as you know, the group stages end in the Euros and going forward into the knockout rounds, uh, we're going to see some really historic games but one thing i did wanted to talk want to talk about was uh christian erickson and that was on day two yeah day two of the euros just the the scariest site where christian erickson was about to receive you know a ball from out of play and he just collapsed on the ground eyes open like it was it was freaky to see and you could hear it in the announcers you could you could see it on the ref. You can see it on the players. All they could do was, you know, hold their hold their head in their hands and stand around Erickson as the doctors worked on him because they didn't know how serious this was. Erickson's, uh, I think, his fiance or his girlfriend ran out onto the pitch 
because she was so scared of what was happening. She ran out onto the pitch and she had to be restrained. Like, imagine how scary that must have been. Like, his, his eyes were open when he fell to the ground. And apparently we're finding out now um, from, you know, team doctors that he went into cardiac arrest and he had to be resuscitated. Yeah. It just goes to show, you know, like anything can happen on the pitch. I just, like, was so blown away and so, you know, like, yeah, I think blown away probably sums it up. I could not imagine being in a situation like that. And just the way the players reacted, they yeah. formed this shield around <laughs> yeah, they, Christian Eriksen. They stood around him, yeah. That was to, to not only protect Christian Eriksen, but to protect his family as well. And when they were, when he was just laying there and, and he was getting worked on, you know, the team didn't want anyone to see what was going on. They wanted to protect Christian Eriksen because there's media everywhere. everywhere. And there's, in a moment like that, it's not about showing this. You know what I mean? It's not about that. Let's give the player his, you know, respect and like, let's, let's do this for him and let's, you know, form a band around him out of show of support. And, you know, for a lot of these players on a team such as Denmark, they're not only teammates, they're family, yep. you know, like they, they know each other outside of this team and they're such a tight knit team. And, and, you know, like I'm sure their families know each other, this this bloodline runs deep on a team like Denmark. Any any of these like smaller tiered teams that you know like don't they don't have a lot of stars that play internationally. You yeah, know, it's like always it, the it, same players coming back, and so it's always like this this camaraderie, this brotherhood. Where yeah, it's it's and yeah. you know even looking at like Lukaku who scored for Belgium later on in the day. Um, he he was talking about how you know immediately after he scored he he dedicated the goal to Christian Eriksen because they mm-hmm. do play together uh, for Inter Milan. But after the game, they were interviewing Lukaku and he was just saying like it was it was so tough to go out there and play because having you know just witnessed what happened to Eriksen. Yeah, watching the character as well on that Denmark team, the captain, the reaction that he had so quickly, he actually administered CPR to Christian Eriksen and he's actually really close friends with Christian Eriksen and his family. Yeah. You can actually see him consoling Christian Eriksen's wife as it was happening as well. Yeah, yeah, when she she ran onto the pitch, yeah. I mean, like just the whole team and and not to mention just going through something like that emotionally, mentally and to come back an hour later and to continue the game. You know, I have to think that, you know, they actually had some close contact or spoke to Christian Eriksen and, you know, like felt okay to come back on the pitch and play the game. But you could tell as they were playing that game that they were flustered, that they, you know, emotionally their heads weren't in it. They weren't playing the the same way that they were before. No. Against the Finland team, no disrespect to Finland, but Denmark's a much more talented team and should have won that game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the Denmark uh, Football Association right afterwards, not right afterwards, but a couple of days afterwards, let, like in their official statement, they let everyone know that the team did receive, uh, you know, trauma therapy. Yeah. Right after that. Right. right immediately after? Imme- immediately and in the following days. Wow. Um, yeah. And I, I'm j- it's just, I'm, I'm thankful to hear that because it's, it's not something that's taken lightly. And you know what? I hate to say it, but this does remind me of the John Tavares situation. Yeah. Because 
I hate, yeah, again, I hate to say it, but what if there was some trauma therapy for those, for those players? You know, what if even like the following day they received therapy and, you know, didn't just have to brush this off like most people do in the hockey culture? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is something major that happened. Tavares could have died on the ice. Christian Eriksson technically did die on the pitch. He had to be resuscitated. Yeah. Yeah, the same way. The Leafs didn't look the exact same. They didn't look... That's the thing. Like They didn't look like their heads were in it. What you know, it's tough to come back from that. Would it be a different series if they, you know, received therapy after that? I don't know. We could talk about this all deal. <laughs> I could Leafs. I could definitely. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I still feel weird. We're going to be talking about, about it all summer. summer. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> I hate it, but I love it. Uh, should we move on to NBA? Let's move on to NBA. Actually, you know, before we do move on, I just want to highlight one thing that I saw. I, I'm not sure if you saw the um, the game between Austria and um, North Macedonia. I did. Or yeah. even see the highlights of it. It was just ridiculous um so a player a 32 year old striker on austria you might have heard him uh he has played in some major leagues before anartovich um he apparently after scoring a goal uh spoke you know anartovich who is of serbian descent plays for austria he appeared to shout at one of the players on uh on macedonia uh who have Albanian heritage and Serbia and Albania back, you know, go going back in history do not like each other. They have, you know, quite the history of hatred and, um, he had to be restrained. He was like mouthing all these different words in Serbian towards these couple players. So he had to be restrained by David Alaba, who is of black descent. Um, assuming that, you know, like, like we don't know, we're not translators, but, we can only um, think that it had to be something discriminatory or racist. And yeah. sure enough, today it was announced that he is banned for one game. So something to monitor that, you know, there's no place for that, especially as players who are, you know, role models. And someone seeing this on TV, what do you think they're going to they're gonna think? Especially you know? young kids watching this. They're going to yeah. think it's okay. So you know, seeing their idols, they're seeing, you know, the people they look up to saying these, their nations are following them. You don't think their nation is going to get behind Arnardovich and say, Oh my God, I need to fucking do that too. Like I'm going to go out and be this way. No, set a fucking example. Be an example for the people watch for the millions of people for your nation watching. You have a chance to change all this shit. And that's what you're doing after scoring a goal. That's After a celebration. A That's yeah. a celebration you're you're doing. You're shouting racist remarks. Yeah. When I when I did see that goal, like immediately, I thought you know, with the captain literally grabbing his face and trying to get him to stop talking. Like, yeah. Grab his a, head. David Alaba. Yeah. Tried to get him to stop talking, and I I at first you know I've seen you know acts of like passion after goals like that before. At first I thought that was just you know him looking at him and telling you know how proud he was of him. But no, if you look at it back, he was trying to stop him from talking. He was literally grabbing his jaw and saying, like, stop Yes, yeah. I don't understand because Nardovich has played for West Ham. He's played for Stoke. You know, he's played in England, you yeah. know, and for him to just, you know, react this way and be so angry and so, 
Like, it's one thing to have emotion to score for your nation. It's another thing to take it too far. Yeah. You know? And I think you should ban him from the tournament, in my opinion. I think there's there can't be any room for that. Yeah, you're, you're going to ban for one game? For one slap game? Slap on the wrist? Yeah, I don't think... There has to be no place for that. You have to put your foot down. You can't yeah. just... Yeah, you, you can't just say, okay, sit out the next game, but then you're fine. If you're really taking a stand, if we've literally been... You know, the players around the world have been taking a knee before the game starts for for months now because we're we're standing up against discrimination and disrespect. And then for him to just go do this and then you give him a one-game ban, like, come on. Yeah, he, is, he issued an apology yesterday and went on record and said that he's not a racist. But, I mean, something to monitor moving forward. There's no place in that for that in this game. All right, let's move on to some NBA. Let's talk some NBA. Jeez, man. Like, did you see the game last night between Brooklyn and Milwaukee? I did see the game last night. I saw Kevin Durant one point shy, one free throw shy of a 50-point game. Yeah, he missed missed one late. He missed the the one late, and you could see how angry he was that he missed that that chance to get a 50-point game. But, um, yeah, no, there was frustration throughout that entire game. From PJ Tucker, from Antetokounmpo, from Durant, Harden, everyone. Like, there was a lot of frustration going on. You can see it in, like, late in the game when, you know, there were some fouls when they start playing the foul game to try and, you know, even up the score. Giannis at one point, you know, just grabbed Durant and put him in a headlock. And it was a hard foul, and Durant did not like that. Durant's been chippy. You know, you've seen him with run ins uh, with PJ Tucker. Yeah. Um, you know, like he's playing with emotion. This is an emotional series. Uh, top two teams, arguably, in the East going head-to-head here, and it's not even the finals. I think top two teams in the NBA. I think these are the top two teams in the NBA. Well, there you opinion. go. She shot his thought. I, I shot my That's thought. That's Josh's thought right there. Yeah, but, um, um, yeah, I was going to say, if this is a this is going to be a, a major turning point in the, in the NBA offseason, this series specifically. Because whoever loses this, you know, they're they're losing out on a chance they went all in for. It's over. It, the series is over. Let's be honest here. You Brook- think so, eh? I think it goes to seven games. Brooklyn was down by 16 at the half in this game. They were down by 16. That should have sealed the game. You know, for James Harden to come back, James Harden did not play like James Harden. He's not he was healthy. evidently no. not healthy. He's telling after- the doctors he's playing. Of course. But after Kyrie Irving went down and after Brooklyn lost two games in a row to Milwaukee in Milwaukee, this was a must win for them. So James Harden told himself, he's like, listen, it's a must win. My team needs me. Come put my team on the on my back. I'm going to go out there and give it my all. And all James Harden did was show up, go one for 10, yeah. have 5.6 assists, eight minutes. He played 45 minutes. So he's on the floor the entire game. Kevin Durant played the entire game. And every single minute of that game he played. Kevin Durant did not take a minute, take a second off the floor. He played 48 minutes. He had 49 points. He had a, the, probably the most ridiculous triple-double I've seen in a while. 49 points, 17 boards, and 10 assists. He went 16 for 23 from the floor, 13 for 16 from the line, and he shot 4 for 9 for 3. He had 3 steals and 2 blocks. I don't know how many fantasy points that is. But if you put that <laughs> fucking stat line up, yeah. you know, in a fantasy playoffs, as he is in the real life playoffs, you would be winning your tournament. 
You'd be 100%. winning your playoffs. He literally, he's like, we're gonna. That game is gonna be on replay forever because that was one of the greatest performances from Huge an individual. Comeback. Yeah, he he literally put that team on his back. He literally brought that team back to where they needed to be, and you could see it like in his post game interview. He's like, I was not planning on playing every single minute, but. When it when it comes down to it, if that's what I have to do, that's what I have to do. Mm-hmm. Like that, it was it was insane. Uh, there's a couple headlines that just dropped. Actually, I don't know if you're aware. I did get the notification. Did you? Um, are you talking about? There's, oh, I just got this new one. There's two things. There's one oh. about Ka- one about Kawhi Leonard, and one about CP3. Hang on, Kawhi Leonard. Wait, we're looking at two completely different ones. I'm reading that Van Gundy is out as Pelicans head coach. Well, that's which is like whatever that was going to happen that's, anyway. That's whatever. So is uh, Brooks and Brooks is a Scott Brooks Wizards. is out in Washington. Yeah, um, this is breaking news on Shoot Your Thought. Yeah, Chris Paul out indefinitely. No way. After entering health and safety protocols. No way. Are you serious, Chris Paul? Okay, wait. Is this legit? Like, is this from a legit, legit. source? Cameron P- Cameron Payne will likely start in the future Hall of Famer's place. This is like a legit, a so legit, legit source. He may still get cleared to play, but as of right now, he's out indefinitely. Shouldn't the players be fully vaccinated by now, though? Hey, man, I'm just reading the news as they come in wow. here. Wow. Let's first talk about the Phoenix series. Hang on. Wait a minute. What was the Kawhi news? Kawhi's out indefinitely due to a knee sprain, wow. which is nuts. Man, playoffs, man. I need these players healthy. I want to see some good basketball. I want to see Kawhi. Did you see that fucking Kawhi dunk? Yeah. Oh, my God. Which one? That fucking last poster where they they literally showed um, Embiid was in a post-game preference. Post-game. Post-game. Wow, I'm just flustered right now. Post-game press conference. And uh, he saw the Kawhi dunk live on the TV as he was giving his conference. And you could see his reaction, like, holy shit, did you just see that? Anyways, um, wow, Kawhi's out and CP3 are out. So the Kawhi injury is huge because, you know, like, turn the turn the page over on the other side, and you're, you're seeing someone like Donovan Mitchell, who, Your is favorite still, player. who is still playing through an ankle injury, and, you know, like, he's limping off every other quarter. Now we're seeing Kawhi Leonard is going to miss games. You know, it's just crazy to see, right? All these injuries impacting the teams, keeping teams in the series. I don't think Utah is going to lose game five. You know, after L.A. fought back after being down 2-0 to, to tie the series 2-2 in L.A., Utah hasn't lost three games in a row all season. This is the number one seed in the West. If And if Kawhi is actually out? This, if Kawhi's this, out, the series is over. If over. Kawhi's out, the series is over. Paul George, you don't right. know. Paul George can either shoot lights out or he can, you know, shoot three for twenty-eight. You don't know what what version of yeah. Paul George you're going to get, especially in the playoffs. Yeah, He's historically exactly. been known to struggle. So in streaky, so struggle. Like, yeah. If if yeah, if Kawhi's out, I'm calling it right now. Call time of death on this. On huge. This That's fucking huge news. Kawhi and Chris Paul. Anytime you have someone like Devin Booker, you have DeAndre Aiden, a former first overall pick, they have depth on that team. You know, like Phoenix can still pull it out, but Phoenix has time to rest now. You know, like they don't, they're waiting on their opponent. 
So, I mean, you know that that other game's going to go at least another week, right? That Until they series, have to play. Yeah. So, there's still time for Chris Paul to be cleared. This is not an injury. This is just a health and safety protocols, you know, like time. I guess, yeah, he does have some time, yeah. Even uh, if he still. does miss time, if he misses a game, he'll be back in that series. Yeah, Chris, yeah. Chris Paul will be back. 100%. I'm not I too keep, concerned about that. I keep forgetting that Phoenix just swept. Yeah. I keep, I keep forgetting that it was Phoenix and four. Yeah. I can't believe that hard foul on that Jokic had that caused that ejection to have them lose that game. Do you think that should have been a foul? Do you, okay, so it was a foul. Yes, it was a foul regardless. But was it a flagrant? Was it an intentional foul? I think the unanimous choice for MVP this season, swiping at a ball. The the reason they called it a flagrant, too, is because he had a wind-up. He That's really went hard on that foul. He did. And but... he did clip his face a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, I'm not but... saying he, like, punched him in the face, but he How soft is the NBA now? <laughs> you know, yeah. like, Cameron Payne, whatever. If he got hit a little, he got hit a little, but... He was rolling over on the ground like he was a soccer player. Yeah. You know, down in the box, looking for a penalty shot. I mean, that's a big arm coming down across your face, though. Like, Jokic has a... He's a monster. And so, I mean, like, he did get all ball, but on his way down, he did clip the face of Cameron Payne. Jokic is pissed. It just... uh, Yeah, we're here breaking news today. Just got announced that Nuggets star Jokic won't play for Serbia in the upcoming Olympics this summer. He yeah. cites that he needs to rest, but in other words, he's pissed because the NBA fucked him over. Yeah, exactly. Did you see, because um, right after that, Devin Booker got in his face. Yeah. And did you see on the sidelines, Jokic's two brothers, his brothers? yeah, tr- have to be restrained? Okay, yeah. first of all, Jokic's brothers are scary looking dudes. Yeah. Like they, they were, tr- they literally had to be restrained from jumping on and, potentially beating the crap out of devin booker that was yeah if i'm devin booker i'm like all right i'm I'm so sorry man like you you guys you guys look like a great family i'm so sorry because yeah wow that was think think jokic his brothers as as tall as him more facial hair the jokic brothers wanted all of the smoke they wanted to get in there they wanted to defend their brother they're ready to run onto the court to protect Jokic. Yeah, that was. <laughs> it was. It was a fun. Well, you know, it was scary. Yeah, number one, but it was funny as hell to watch. Funny as hell, yeah, and yeah, no, I. Who, okay, so as what we with what we know now, who is making it to the NBA Finals? Uh, I still think Brooklyn. You know, on the fact that you know we saw james harden come back we saw him play 45 minutes he was ineffective but he'd also been out and he he might not be 100 percent. just the fact that james harden jeff green blake griffin kevin durant yeah that is still too hard to overcome even if you know philly beats atlanta in that series and faces off against brooklyn i don't think they have enough to to beat a team like brooklyn Look over on the west side. It'll be a Utah and Phoenix showdown in the West Finals. I don't you think really either. Think you, I guess you really think LA's done then, eh? No, Kawhi. They're done. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy about it. Kawhi's out indefinitely. He's yeah. done. With a knee injury, even if he comes back, there's no way he's effective. 
There's no way he has that step off the bounce. There's no way he can defend. What I wanted is for Kawhi to be healthy and them still lose. That's what I (laughs) want. As a Toronto Raptors fan, that's what I want. Yes, I love Kawhi because of what he did when he was in Toronto. But how quickly he was to leave Toronto to go to the Clippers. I want nothing good to happen to the Clippers ever. Ever. So I he's want. Been, no, I he's been there him. for two years now, and I think he's going to leave this offseason. Yeah, and he signed. I, I hope he does, but I don't think he does. Uh, we'll talk about that on a, a latter episode once you know LA is inevitably out. But um, yeah, no, I wanted Kawhi to be fully healthy, and then them lose, so that he can say like, "Oh, this team can't get it done. I need to go somewhere else." But now that he's actually out, he you know he might be like, "Okay, this is just bad timing, bad luck that I was out for this." For this postseason, and that's the reason we're out. But that's just my cynicism. All right, uh, let's move on to NHL. But before before we get into that, Josh, Neil, you wanted to to bring up a new segment here. Have you ever heard of Would You Rather? I mean, yes. Have you ever heard of that game? <laughs> I have heard of that game. Yes. So Usually... let's play a little game of Would You Rather, Josh. All right. I'm for those for, for those listening who have no idea, I what feel the like hell... I should have a drink in my hand for this. Yeah, I know, like... right? Is it too when early? you drink, when you uh, yeah, you drink. I don't know. You is can it a drinking game? Drink. I don't know. Maybe that's just. Maybe I'm just an alcoholic. For Anyways, those, for those listening that have no idea what the hell I'm talking about, the game "Would You Rather" is a fun and addicting game. Are you literally reading the definition? I'm re- reading the definition. <laughs> you're you're it's looking a fun at your phone and reading game the definition where of you this have game. to. Oh my god! Fun and addicting game where you have to choose between two difficult scenarios. Wow! Right. The enlightenment coming from this episode of Shoot Your Thought. You now know what <laughs> the game would you rather is. Maybe I should look up Urban Dictionary and oh, see what they man. got going on. Yeah, I, I need to know now what the Urban Dictionary definition of that. Because that was like the most vanilla <laughs> the most vanilla description of that game. I think I, we need the actual description. Oh my god. Here. Would you rather a fun game where a person is giving two scenarios, usually humiliating and is forced to to choose one that was the urban dictionary definition and the question is the the example they use would you rather have a threesome with your parents and nobody find out or not have a threesome with your parents the hell and have everyone think you did (laughs) why would you read that that's the example that they used (laughs) why would you put that out into the universe urban dictionary my god urban dictionary i'm never going on urban dictionary again i wouldn't recommend it oh my god that was i was expecting you know something a little bit like food gross or something like that but that just what the fuck anyways let's move on to uh this segment would you rather neil do you have a would you rather here yeah this week's would you rather josh is would you rather speaking of nhl would you rather be the Toronto Maple Leafs right now or the Colorado Avalanche? So the Toronto Maple Leafs having lost a seven-game series in the first round to the Montreal Canadiens or massive cup favorites ready to hand over the cup before playoffs even started out, Colorado Avalanche after sweeping the St. Louis Blues in four games in round one, getting absolutely shit-pumped by the Las Vegas Knights in round two. Who would you rather be moving forward here? I would rather be the Colorado Avalanche. And let me tell you why. 
Their team is fun to watch. Their team is, you know, this season alone, they had promised to win the cup. For the past, I don't know how many seasons, the Leafs had, you know, favorite claims to the cup. And what happens every single season of the Leafs, they get out in the first round. If they even make it to the playoffs. Last year, they didn't even fucking make it. They made it to the the play-in, whatever we had. Whatever stupid fucking tournament we had last season in the bubble. But I would rather be the Colorado Avalanche. I would rather be a Colorado Avalanche fan. Um, however, I don't know if Nathan McKinnon's going to be an Avalanche player next season. McKinnon? Yeah. You think he's leaving? You think he's going to get traded? I think teams are going to come after him. Because, specifically what he said in his press conference. He's been there, he's going into his ninth year, and he hasn't won shit. That's literally what he said. Yeah. Like, he's fed up. It's it's similar to the Damian Lillard situation in Portland. Like, yeah. It's only a couple years, I mean, probably a year or two until Austin Matthews feels that way. Or, you know, a William Nylander or a Mitch Marner feels that way. If they stay in Toronto, God forbid. Yeah. I think, you know, that these two teams have very similar DNA. You know, like they have a lot of talent. They have a lot of, you know, like young stars on their team. And they're both learning how to lose right now. You know, it took Tampa Bay years. Oh, the Leafs know how to lose. took Tampa years losing round after round before they actually started winning cups. It took Washington a decade almost of losing before they won their cup. With Ovechkin, yeah. With Ovechkin. You know, so, like, these teams have gone through, you know, tough times. Look at the Chicago Blackhawks a few years ago. You know, they tanked for a long time, and they lost for a long time before they actually won their cup. Yeah, and then they there was, like, an era of the Chicago Blackhawks, yeah. You know, so... I think, you know, like if I had to pick between one of these two teams, yeah, on paper, Colorado has a better well-rounded team. They have guys like Kale McCarr. Um, They have a great back end. Their defense is stellar. Grubauer proved this year that he can can play at a high level, you know, being in the uh, Vesna discussion. Um, On the Leafs side, they still have to add a few more pieces. You know, they're still trying to discover – who they are as a, as a team, you know, like, are they going to continue adding old veterans to this team and not have, you know, their chemistry work out? You know, I can't, you can't always put a slow guy like Joe Thorne on the line with two speedsters like Marner and Matthews and, and just expect it to work. You know, that's one thing that Colorado's done really well is pair their lines really well. So if I had to pick between one of these two, I think moving forward, Colorado's in a better shape. They just look like they ran out of gas against the Vegas Knights. They were not prepared for how much firepower the, the Golden Knights had. Golden Knights just outbodied them. You know, outchecked them. They had the size advantage for sure. They're a big team, yeah. You know, they just all they did was keep the puck in the offensive zone for like 90% of the game. And that wore down the Avalanche team. Once, you know, the, the Avalanche won game one in that series. They won 7-1. 7-1, yeah. From game two, they lost game two as well, 3-2 to two, to Colorado. But they deserved to win that game in overtime. After that game, they didn't take their foot off the pedal. They won four games in a row. Yeah. You know, so again, there's something to be said that gold, the Golden Knights have been favorites for a few years now. 
You know, like they're a big team with Mark Stone, with Pacioretty, with, you know, William Carlson. Like they, they're stacked. Yeah, and I hate them. And not to mention the Flower Man in net. I Anytime think... the Flower Man's in net, he has, he's like top three in most playoff wins of all time. He's the most yeah. underrated goaltender of all time. Yeah. He's now the only goalie to to be in, I think it's nine, something like 13 or 14 consecutive playoff appearance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Did they make the finals? 100%. 100%. Against Montreal. They Canadian? sweep Montreal. <laughs> Enough of this Canada's team bullshit. Someone asked me if I'm cheering for the Canadians. And I, you know. If you I, ask a Leaf fan if they're cheering for the Canadians, are you fucking kidding they're me? They're Canada's team. No, they're not. They don't even want to be a part I of Canada. Know. I did, however, there was some, you know, uproar about the, the CN Tower lighting up, uh, what was it, red, white, and blue. It was in, Niagara Falls, yeah. Yeah. It was it was a CN Tower, too. They did that as well? Yeah, CN Tower, yeah. Um, but they, you know, in support of Canada's team, and everyone was just so up in arms about it. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. If the, you really care about what the C, there, you know how much shit there is in the world right now, and you're throwing a hissy fit based off of you know what the cn towers lit up like anyways but nonetheless they are not canada's team so who do you think what what finals do we see obviously we think vegas will potentially sweep the it, Canadians. there's no potential there there's it's it's 100 happening it's sweep it's sweep city what do you see happening in the tampa series i think we're gonna see a vegas tampa it's one final. one right now we've seen two different sides of tampa here i just want to bring forth one player that still pisses me off to this day are you gonna say stamkos it's kucherov 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 is potentially going to win the con smythe he if tampa you know wins the cup again this year kucherov will win the con smythe he is after there's no one even close a single game after, after not playing a single season. second in the in the regular season that's why i'm pissed off Salary cap manipulation. I think you should be pissed off at the Tampa Bay Lightning in that sense because Kucherov, I don't know, it, it probably wasn't his decision to to sit out, you know, that amount of time. I don't know. I, I think we should just blame the team that's over the cap right now because I hate them too. But yeah, no, I think we're going to see a Vegas uh, Tampa Bay final. All he right. has twenty two points in thirteen games after not playing an entire season. Twenty two points. He literally just put. He he pressed the auto auto simulate for regular season. <laughs> yeah, and then, he, then auto sim. Up. Yeah, then showed up. All right, folks. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Shoot Your Thought podcast. Hopefully, you're not as scarred as I am from that would you rather description. But um, Urban Dictionary, man. I'm never going on Urban Dictionary again, ever. Have a good week. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of the Shoot Your Thought Podcast. 